Now look at his clothing here. Look at his clothing when he masters chi and becomes his highest self in Kung Fu. Kung Fu? Welcome to my Deeper Meaning of Movies review of Kung Fu Panda 3. If you haven't watched or listened to my first two Kung Fu Panda videos or podcasts, I highly recommend that you do so. I also suggest that you check out my last Hero's Journey episode about the refusal of return. Kung Fu Panda 3 is all about this return stage of the hero's journey, and some of the references and terminology talked about in that last podcast could be helpful. Because the fact is, we simply don't see this part of the story very often at all. Now, I enjoy movies, and I've seen quite a few, but I'm definitely not a cinephile. Maybe there are movies out there that portray this return stage of the hero's journey, but I think I can confidently say that there are very, very few of them because Kung Fu Panda 3 is the only one that I'm personally aware of. Because in this third installment of the Kung Fu Panda movies, we come to the fruition of Poe's hero's journey, the real reason he was sent on his quest, which began when he was a baby. It's time for Poe to bring the bliss of Kung Fu to the pandas and for Poe to reach his greatest potential and become his highest self. Oh, and for Poe to avoid becoming a cult leader. Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to part three of our deep dive into the Kung Fu Panda movies, as presented by me, Mark, the host and creator of Think Spiritual Podcasts. This has been an epic adventure, and I've really enjoyed watching these movies multiple times, and I've enjoyed writing the scripts. However, for some strange reason, it's taken me a while to get to writing and recording this third breakdown of the Kung Fu Panda franchise. I'm not entirely certain why. I've had all the ideas swirling around in my brain for quite a while. I think I know what to say, and yet something keeps holding me back from the writing and producing process for this particular one. Perhaps I'm reluctant to finish it. I certainly have plans for more Hero's Journey and Deeper Meaning of Movies episodes, and some of those will be more trilogies. But there's something about finishing this one that makes me eh, just that little bit sad. We're all so often in such a hurry to complete our journeys that we often forget how much we'll miss it when it's over. Even though the journey isn't over, when one journey ends, a new one begins. And that's what Kung Fu Panda 3 is as well, the full fruition of Poe's and Master Shifu's heroes' journeys and the beginnings of new journeys for them and other characters. So let's begin this final deep dive into a Kung Fu Panda film. For now, that is. Who knows what the future holds. One thing I've noticed with Kung Fu Panda 3 is that it's not quite as packed full of symbolism as Kung Fu Panda 2 was. The villain in the second movie, Shen, was so complex and Poe's own transformation was so complex that it created a large amount of interwoven concepts. We don't have that problem with Kung Fu Panda 3. In this case, it's actually a good thing that the characters are a little less well-developed and uh, three-dimensional, even though it's a 3D animated film. Okay, well, never mind that. For this episode, I'm not really going to follow the plot of Kung Fu Panda 3 in linear fashion. I'll meander a fair bit and try to tie together all the primary lessons that this movie has for us. However, I do want to start at the very beginning. Because in the opening scene, we get to see Master Ugwe in the spirit world. It's actually pretty important that we see Ugwe in first in this movie, and I'll eventually explain why. What we get next is an immediate introduction to our new villain, Kai, a mad bull with an immense taste for power and revenge, and in one sense he's a stronger blend of Tai Lung and Shen, 
He wants to attain ultimate power by literally sucking the life force, or chi, out of every living kung fu master. Kai takes Uguay's chi, which then gives him the power to return to the mortal world. And in the Jade Palace, Master Shifu is giving Po a new task. It's time for the Dragon Warrior to begin the path of the teacher. And this is something that Po doesn't want to do, because Po knows that he doesn't know it all. He knows who he is as the Dragon Warrior, but he doesn't know who he is as a teacher. It's the position we'll all be put in at one point or another. If you're good at something, you will eventually be required to teach it. Why? So that you can learn even more about yourself and the subject you're teaching. It's time to stretch. It's time to grow. And it's the same for Poe in this third movie. He has to take the path of the teacher, or what is really the beginnings of the return stage of his hero's journey. Poe is always pretty good at learning new lessons. Once he understands something, he's very teachable, if not outright able to learn something intuitively. So he's pretty upset to learn that he's not immediately a good teacher. In fact, he's so upset that he runs back to what is comfortable and familiar. Home. Now, how many of us have done that before? Something happens that is so new and makes us so uncomfortable that we just want to run back to our oldest and most comfortable habits, whether they're good for us or not. In Poe's case, he goes back to Mr. Ping's noodle restaurant, where he can essentially just be a kid again instead of carrying the weight and responsibility of being the dragon warrior. And this is where, shall we say, the universe intervenes and sends Poe on his return journey to the normal world, even though from a storytelling standpoint, it's the new special world designed for the third film. But in terms of Poe's personal hero's journey, this is his return to the world of the pandas. Now, bear with me here. Poe is a panda, and he was born in a panda village. But Poe as a baby was unwillingly and unwittingly torn away from the panda village and thrust upon a hero's journey. For Poe, that beginning became the buried trauma that we saw him come to atonement with in Kung Fu Panda 2. But before that could happen, Poe had to grow into the hero. In Kung Fu Panda 1, we saw him learn Kung Fu and become the hero that saved the Valley of Peace. And now in Kung Fu Panda 3, Poe's birth father has found him and Poe has to return to the pandas. And Poe has to bring the bliss of Kung Fu to the pandas as well. And why is that? Well, it goes back to that first scene where we saw Master Ugwe in the spirit world. Master Ugwe is the highest self. He is the pillar and pinnacle that all Kung Fu masters look up to. The Kung Fu Panda trilogy, and especially Kung Fu Panda 3, is ultimately about the path to becoming that highest self, to personal enlightenment. Now, enlightenment is a pretty broad term and means a lot of different things, but it's the best word to use to describe what happens to Poe near the end of this third film. Does Poe become enlightened? Does he become his highest self? Uh, yeah, he certainly does. Uh, let's go back to that very first scene in Kung Fu Panda 1, Poe's dream where he is a Kung Fu master. Look at his clothing. Now look at his clothing when he masters Chi and becomes his highest self in Kung Fu Panda 3. They're the same. All along, Poe knew who he was at his highest self. Okay, his highest self wasn't as cool and tough or as badass as he wanted to be, and trust me, we're all in that same position. There's no way I will ever be as cool or as tough as I would like to be. But at his very core, Poe knew exactly who he was all along. He simply had to take the journey to unlock his fullest potential, just as we all do. Also, check out this scene. I mean, you're enlightened and everything. I'm just... See that? 
Poe tells Ugwe, you're all enlightened and stuff, and Ugwe gives him a knowing look, and Poe gets a weird look on his face and says, oh! And then this scene as well. Poe comes back to the mortal world, and for one brief moment, his friends and family all see him as a bright and shining, enlightened being. And then he's suddenly just Poe again, and flung unceremoniously to the ground. That's what enlightenment is like, folks. I'm quite certain that the Buddha had moments exactly like that. Enlightenment is moments of pure bliss and clarity, followed by the mundane tasks of paying bills, and perhaps even moments of falling back into old, unhealthy habits. And this is why Poe was sent on his hero's journey, and what it was that he had to bring back to the pandas, the lost knowledge of their greatest potential, the ability to unlock the power of chi that was already within them. Poe did this by teaching the pandas kung fu in a way that worked for them. Poe taught by bringing out the best in each and every panda, just as Master Shifu had done for him. Because Poe could have gone a very different route with his teaching method. He could have become like Kai. Kai is the arrogant teacher who believes that they know it all. Yes, they may have been enlightened, they may have found bliss, but now they think they have the answer and they will destroy every other master in their path to, in their attempts to prove them all wrong. He's a cult leader, a megalomaniac, obsessed with his own power and his own way. Perhaps dogmatist is the best word to use for him. Master Shifu could have taken that same path with Poe. He could have told Poe that he has to teach exactly as Shifu or Ugwe has taught. However, Master Shifu has learned much throughout these movies as well. As I've often stated, these movies can be viewed as his own internal personal journey. So Shifu has already told Poe that he doesn't want Poe to be Shifu or Ugwe. He wants Poe to be Poe. And Poe can't turn the other pandas into himself, but he can teach them to be better and stronger versions of their self. This is why the pandas and Mr. Ping and Tigress are able to give Poe their chi while he is in the spirit realm. They have each become their own gurus. This is where Kai goes wrong, and this is where we can so easily go wrong. Are we going to force our way of living upon others and continually insist it is the only way as Kai does, by taking chi to gain power? Because if we do this, we have to ask ourselves a very important question. What if our one single way turns out to be the wrong one? What if something in our method and or philosophy is shown to be incorrect? Because if that happens, it will tear us apart and destroy every step we've taken on our hero's journey. In Kung Fu Panda 3, Kai is unmade when he realizes that he did not have all the answers at all. The new knowledge is too much to handle and obliterates all he had achieved. The villains in the Kung Fu Panda trilogy all represent an alternate path that Poe could have taken paths and choices that we are also presented with throughout our lives. Every one of us has three paths laid before us. Are we going to seek outward power like Tai Lung, or will we look inward for that power like the Dragon Warrior? Are we going to blame and destroy outside sources for our problems as Shen did, or are we going to dive deep into ourself and make peace with our inner pain and bring healing to ourself and others as Poe did? Are we going to keep insisting that our way is the only way, as Kai did, or are we going to raise others up to reach their highest potential, even if we don't understand their ways? Because if we choose, and that is always the most important word, dear listeners, if we choose that path of inward power, and if we choose the path of inner peace and healing, 
And if we choose to raise others up to find their own path and to be their own gurus, if we do all that, we are going to radiate our chi out into the world just as Po and the entire Valley of Peace does at the end of Kung Fu Panda 3. That scene right there, see that? See how the chi and the life force moves from the Valley of Peace out to the rest of China? That right there is the change in yourself that becomes the change in your world. That's what I'm talking about every time I say, change yourself, change your world. When you take the steps to change yourself, when you become the hero of your own life, when you find your bliss and make the effort to bring that bliss to others, the change, the transformation, the knowledge, the peace, the power, the enlightenment you have achieved will flow out from you to others, and from those others it will flow out to the rest of the world. And there we have it, dear listeners, my interpretation of the extremely profound film Kung Fu Panda 3, which sadly brings me to the end of this Kung Fu Panda series, which happily will send me off in a new direction. There are some rumors that the Kung Fu Panda franchise could be extended to six movies, and if that ever happens, then perhaps I will be covering those someday as well. Thank you very much for listening or watching today. Please like, share, comment, criticize, and subscribe. Every small way you can support this podcast helps me become a better teacher day by day. I have been your host, Mark. This has been the final installment of a deep dive into the Kung Fu Panda movie franchise. And I know that if you eventually find your bliss and teach it to others in a way that allows them to find their own bliss, that you will have changed yourself into your highest self and that you will radiate great change out into your world. You have all the weapons and knowledge you need within you. I will see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts.